Welcome to Awkward as Duck. I'm Selena, your autistic and definitely awkward host. In each episode, I chat to an autistic guest, someone I've come across in the course of my daily travels, about a topic that is meaningful to them and therefore fascinating to me. This podcast is all about celebrating our individual passions, stories, curiosity and connection in whatever form that might take, however it might look or sound. It's about celebrating each and every one of us without all the noise and judgment of the world outside. My guest for today's episode is Monty, who is joining me to talk about, in his words, the cinematic masterpiece that is Paddington 2. I do want to warn listeners that in this episode, we do discuss characters and scenes from the movie, and while we are careful not to talk about the ending, it may still contain some spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. Monty! (laughs) Hi! (laughs) Thank you for letting me rope you into this. You're so welcome. (laughs) Um, and what would you like to talk to us about today? Paddington 2! Actually, before we get into oh. that, before we get into that, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, That's maybe fine. I should just, maybe I should introduce, like, how we know each other. Oh, yeah. yeah? Sure, 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 sure. How do we know each other? Well, I was the swim teacher for your kids, uh-huh. and then they liked me, <laughs> and you said, please, 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 come to our house. And babysit them? Yeah. And you said... Sure. All right. <laughs> but actually, there was another way I, that we knew each other. Oh, right? uh, yeah, from um, choir. Yeah, but we didn't realize that until until much later. Yeah. Until, well, I arrived at swimming class with a choir t-shirt, and you're like, are you in the same choir as me? <laughs> you like, just not realized this whole time? Listen, <laughs> I don't look at the... Yeah, you're just there on the... the you're focused on the music, right? Oh. No? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm focusing on the bass section only, and I don't know anything else. The tenor's trying... Oh, no, Romeo! Okay, the dog has entered the chat. Oh, hello. Hi. We're back. Okay, we're back. The dog is now locked out. <laughs> well, he's gone for a walk with my husband, so it's okay. I'm sure um, yeah, so you are my children's babysitter and mm-hmm. you have agreed to come and talk about Paddington 2. The hit family film and cinematic masterpiece, Paddington 2. Not Paddington 1. Well, it's not really relevant. Ah, okay. <laughs> Well, in preparation for this podcast, mm-hmm. oh, did you watch it? We we watched half of it last night. Me and the kids. Okay. We ran out of time. Okay, it was a last minute thing. Where I was like, oh my god, we had to watch Batting to do. I'm recording with Monty tomorrow morning. Um, so, but I thought maybe maybe it's a good thing because like I sort of have a vibe of the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I, you get to? Where did I get to? Um, well, they have they have. Uh, completely reformed the prison system it would seem (laughs) perfect (laughs) honestly one of the best like depictions of prison reform i've seen in like any media because usually in you know any kind of like film tv whatever if there's a prison involved it's like gritty it's Mm. like dark Mm. like and it was. At it first. was at first. Yeah, yeah. The hit family friendly film, <laughs> Paddington 2, had a gritty prison at first. <laughs> and he reformed it. Single handedly. I know. Yeah. Just through the power of being a little being bear. A bear. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, what's the word? I don't know. Is, is, it, is it a revolutionary? I didn't <laughs> listen. Paddington. He has my heart, yeah, and he has probably the keys to the city, <laughs> and he's such a powerful little bear. Okay, tell me why he has the, the keys to your heart. The keys to my heart, because he's a little bear. Okay. First and foremost, I will say that so many times. <laughs> he's just a little bear, He though. is just a little bear. 
Um, he was taught like old timey British, um, kind of like politeness. Mm. So he has a very old fashioned way of speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, because in deepest, darkest Peru, where he was raised by his aunt and his uncle who adopted him. Oh, I didn't realize that was Peru. Ah, because it was at the start. Yes. Yes. Um, They basically, the aunt and uncle were found by this explorer who realized very early on that they were trying to imitate the explorer and speak English. I see. So the explorer spent loads and loads of time with them, teaching them how to speak teaching them how to make marmalade. Yes, um, very important. <laughs> like, all the different types of, like, manners and society. Yeah. So, it, listen, it's a little <laughs> bit like colonialism. <laughs> there is a whiff of that. There's a, mm, <laughs> a snifter of colonialism. <laughs> but... The aunt and uncle's biggest dream are to go to England yes. and see it. Yep. And that's a bit wholesome. Yeah, that is wholesome. That's true. So is, the, is this backstory from Paddington 1 then? How, how do you know it? So I was a big Paddington fan uh-huh. as a kid. Okay. And I still have three of the Paddington books. So the, do they start as books? Yes. I actually don't know anything about Paddington. So there was one book. It was like Paddington Bear. Okay. Oh, I should have brought it. That'd be great. <laughs> Is it like a from the era of Winnie the Pooh, that type of thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know when it was released or whatever, but yeah, it has the kind of the same vibes as Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And it it basically, I think, because it it's after like World War Two or World War One, one of the wars, one of those. which was the war when they um, in England they. Uh, took kids from the city, put a thing around their neck and shunted them off to the country. Oh, okay. I didn't know about this. So they had, um, because of like the bombs and the blitz, whatever, Hmm. um, they took a lot of the kids that were living in London and they gave them like a little suitcase. They put like a tag around their neck and it was like, like, I'm from London, this is my name, please look after me. And they put them on trains and they sent them off to the country because they were less likely to be bombed in the oh country. Oh my gosh, okay. And so loads and loads of people throughout England mm. uh, and Wales, Scotland, Ireland took in loads and loads of kids just like out of nowhere. Wow. They just showed up at the stations and they're like, yep, I'll take this child. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what Paddington is uh, based on because he shows up at Paddington Station yeah. with a little tag around his neck that says, please look after this bear. And that's how he is, found that family? Yes. Ah, okay. That's how he got the name Paddington. Oh, right. Okay. Interesting. I obviously did not do as much research as I should have. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it... It's a, there's deep law. There's deep yeah. Paddington law. Yeah, it's interesting. Hard to get into. Interesting. But at the same time, it kind of seems like a movie that just stands on its own as well. Yes. Paddington too. It absolutely yeah. does. You don't need to know anything about Paddington hmm. to fall in love with Paddington, Paddington. too. Okay. Um, well, one of the things that I was wondering about as I was watching this movie was there's like, well, discrimination is, is yes. one of the themes, right? And I wondered, is he, do you think he's discriminated against because he is a bear mm-hmm. and not a human or because he's different in other ways? Well, Paddington is very clearly autistic. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my other question. <laughs> yeah, I figured that that was probably going to be a theme there. <laughs> but he is, there's not going to be just one thing that you're going to be discriminated about. Yeah. It's going to be a whole, like... Yeah. Usually when someone is a minority, they're not a minority in just one thing. Mm-hmm. They're a minority in multiple different things. That's true. Um, and so Paddington is, well, looked down upon because he's a bear. Yep. Especially by his neighbour, Mr. Curry. That's the one who's the head of the Neighbourhood Defence League or whatever. <laughs> okay. That's yep. the one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, acted by uh, Peter Capaldi. 
the one of the doctors from Doctor Who. Okay, I'm not a, I'm not a. <laughs> don't leave, don't leave. <laughs> That's fine. Um, this can be um the the topic for another episode. You can in, in, induce me into the Doctor Who universe. Oh, it, oh, oh, God. That's going to be a long episode. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I did notice that there were quite quite some familiar faces yes. in Paddington 2. They, they, got, they got the woman from The Shape of Water. She was the mum. I don't know what that is. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so oh, I've never... just appalled. I've <laughs> never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it. Okay. <laughs> but I know a lot about it. Okay. So in The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. there is this, um, I think she's, I can't remember if she's deaf or mute. Again, I have not seen it. I think she's mute. Mm-hmm. And she is like a cleaner for a government facility. Okay. Um, and one of the experiments, or there was this one guy who went into um, like the Amazon and stole a fish man okay like like a six foot seven foot man that is also a fish okay what genre is this movie guillermo uh, del toro <laughs> okay, okay uh, um and they fall in love Oh, no. lovely. Okay, okay. So that's... anyway, so it's the woman from The Shape of Water. Okay, and you can tell because she's she's got she's she's very good at swimming. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and so you've got that guy. You've got Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I know. I, I love was... Hugh Grant. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. You didn't get to the end. No, no, I haven't got to the end yet. Hugh Grant but I did does... get. I did get to see Hugh Grant as a nun. Oh. <laughs> the most beautiful woman. The, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Would you? She's like, could you describe her for us? It would be my pleasure. <laughs> okay, you have definitely seen that movie more than a few times. I've seen it at least okay. over 12 times. Really? Well, um, my other, my other, um, the other scene that I liked was Knuckles. Oh. Knuckles and the <laughs> bunk him over the head with the bug wet. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I do nothing for the yes. other one for nothing. Knuckles, Knuckles is the uh, the head the, chef head at chef, the prison. Yes, a very terrifying um, character who clearly has come from a very traumatic, gritty, gritty background. Definitely, right? but man's got also, daddy issues. <laughs> but Paddington, of course, helps turns him. Around. Yep. Like, helps him discover the magic of marmalade, marmalade. which now I, I do not like marmalade but now I feel like I need to give it another really? chance no it's got these bits in it and it's like bitter and well it's been many years since I've tried it so the why best. would anyone pick marmalade over jam oh I prefer marmalade over jam really okay yeah um but not the not the marmalade that my dad makes okay <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't yeah. quite got it yet. But the best marmalade that I've um, ever, like you know, found mm-hmm. eaten is Rose's British marmalade. Oh, okay. I'm gonna write this down. Yeah, absolutely. Rose's it, British marmalade. And it also comes in a really tasteful little jar. Mm, okay. It's got loads of like flowery. Is it very nostalgic looking? Yeah, yeah, it looked like a like a old old timey. Yeah. Like it would have the like uh, fabric over the lid. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, but it looks like it would. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Paddington's kind of like this harking back to old values almost. It kind of or is it because, kind of. Yeah. But not all old values. No, we wouldn't want all of them. No. But uh, this whole like Aunt Lucy always says you know, he, be polite and he is, will happen. He, his own values are be polite mm-hmm. and see the best in everybody. Mm. And like there is a whole kind of speech in the middle of Paddington, well, near the end of Paddington 2, where it's, he looks for the best in everyone and somehow he finds it. So even every single person who is uh, in the prison, yeah, um, he finds out 
uh, like what they can cook. He finds out like what their interests are. He finds out what they're passionate about, mm-hmm. and it's it's not like he's like trying to find these things. Mm. He's just a little guy yeah. who's like, hi. He's genuinely interested. interested. Yeah. And he... He's got no ulterior motives. Yeah. 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 Very pure. And, like, he almost single-handedly turns this whole prison around. Like, he starts with the food. Hmm. Um, and it's, wow, so surprising. When you give someone better living conditions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and actual respect in the yeah. place that they are yeah. and give them... Like um, responsibility. Like responsibilities. And, and, yeah. Skills. Yeah. You trust them. Yeah. Yeah. They turn out, you know, to be better. Oh, who would have thought? Wow! <laughs> and then there is also a prison escape, but unrelated. Okay, okay. No, no spoilers. Well, yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> there's, ad- there's so many spoilers. There's so many spoilers. All right, I'll put a, I'll put a spoiler warning mm-hmm. at the start of this episode. Wee, wee, wee. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. No, that is definitely sounds like values we could all, you know, learn from. And it certainly wouldn't make the world a worse place if we all were a bit more like Paddington. Absolutely. So he's quite a klutz, and he makes a bit of a mess oh. where he goes, it seems like. Well, that's because he's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that's true. I, I like that. So he's sort of, that's who he is. He's uh... Like, he has spent the majority of his life in deepest, darkest Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is very... Even though he's still a little bit clumsy, mm-hmm. you can see him, like in, at least I think is in the first m- movie, maybe? One of them. Mm. Um, also, did you know that uh, they're filming Paddington 3? No. Oh, I can only imagine how excited you must be. I am <laughs> I'm jumping out of my skin. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. He's a bear. Oh yeah, he's a bear. (laughs) (laughs) He's a bit clumsy. He moves around really, really well in Peru. Yeah. So there's a lot of climbing. There's a lot of swinging on things. There's a lot of, you know, like scampering. Mm -hmm. But when you're in England, there's a lot less of that. Yeah. He's kind of forced to be on his hind legs the whole time. Yeah. He isn't really well versed with... Like tables, chairs. Yeah. He got some etiquette. Yeah. But practice he's not too good with. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I I didn't really think that deeply about it, but now yeah, it does. I mean he's he's this taken out of his natural environment and plonked into his completely, you know, foreign place that's built completely differently. Yeah. And he has to um I mean, yeah, of course he's autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so obvious now, right? Also he does things, um, like just normal things, very, very differently from everybody else. Mm. But the difference between Paddington and a human mm. is that nobody judges Paddington for what he does mm. because he's a bear. Yeah, okay. Um, so um, in Paddington 2, in one of the scenes in the background, you see him have a teapot. Mm-hmm. He pours the tea directly into his mouth. Yeah. And he pours the milk directly into his mouth. <laughs> He gets a sugar cube, puts it into his mouth, closes his mouth, shakes his head, and then swallows it. That makes perfect sense to me, actually. Like, I mean, how is that different to just drinking tea that's been pre-mixed? <laughs> pre-mixed? Yeah, it's like a deconstructed tea. He's like the ultimate hipster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is, that's hilarious. Um, so, okay, Paddington... Paddington is autistic. I mean, well, okay, another thing that I was wondering about and I was watching the movie last night was I asked my husband, how old is Paddington meant to be? Is he meant to be a child or is he meant to be an adult? And, you know, have you, what's, what's the deal there? So he's not an adult. Okay. Is kind of the only thing we know. Oh. Okay. Because um, his aunt and his uncle yep. are a lot bigger than him. Yeah. A oh, lot that's bigger. True. They're almost like three times the size, yeah. two times at least. Mm. Um, and Aunt Lucy is in Paddington 2 turning 100. Wow, that's right, yes, I do remember that. Mm. Um, but 
so we don't know about Paddington's age. Mm-hmm. Um, all we know, he's he's little. Yeah, he is little. He's mm. so little. He's just I mean, a little bear. And that kind of helps, doesn't it? Because, I mean, imagine if he if was you were a fully yeah. grown bear coming into London, yeah. you'd be like, um, mm, you yeah. get shot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's very, it definitely helps that he's small and f- cute. Yes, mm. even though Aunt Lucy is also very cute. Mm, okay. Yeah, I guess they'll maybe we'll see more of her later in the movie. Uh, no spoilers. Let's hope so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah, okay. Because there's definitely a lot of childlike um, qualities about him and that he, innocence yeah. and that curiosity. Um, and yet he's like in a lot of situations that are very adult, like being thrown in prison, for example. Um, That's why whenever I like pitch this movie to someone, mm. they're like, oh... I haven't actually seen it. Um, I'm probably, I'm really not into like kids movies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, Paddington, you know, Paddington, the little bear. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just like in Paddington two, Paddington goes to adult prison. <laughs> I remember this speech. I do remember you giving me this pitch. Bitch, I made that speech. Yeah. But also his life gets threatened on the first day. Yeah. At, of prison. Yeah. It does. I know. I was like, my kids were watching it with me and I was like, ooh, ooh this is quite intense for a kids movie. It's rated G. <laughs> <laughs> but like, his life gets threatened on the first day. Yeah. Um, he, uh, then he also gets threatened by the cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly this is a reoccurring uh, kind of thing that happens in the prison because the prison guard at the time was like, um, as soon as he starts to talk to Knuckles, he's yeah. like, send a medic. Send a medic. And, that... and then as soon as he bonks him with a baguette, <laughs> he says, forget the medic. Better send a priest. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yep. I, I, I stole that line for my... Because this movie came out in 2007. Oh. No, not 2007. 2017. 17, okay. Um, I... Stole that line for my year 12 um, drama exam. Oh, okay. Because in the exam, you have to... There's two, two types of exams. There's the kind of written exam, and there's the, you know, acting exam. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do a monologue. Uh-huh. You have to make an original... It's an OSP, so it's an original solo performance. Okay. And you have to, they give you a scenario and you have to improvise. And I cannot remember what I was improvising about. I don't remember anything of what I was doing, but I know I stole that line because I was like, hee hee, that's from Pennington. <laughs> a tribute. Yeah. Um, and did you pass your exam? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so Paddington helped you. Yes. With get th- getting through high school. You love oh, to say it. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Is there anything else you would like to, t- to talk about in regards to Paddington 2? Fun fact. Mm-hmm. At the end of Paddington 2, mm-hmm. Paddington. Yes. You know the little bear? Yeah. You know of him? I, I do now, yes. He accepts his own death. Oh. Oh, really? Paddington is about to drown. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> you know. Paddington is about to drown. Mm-hmm. And the lady from The Shape of Water mm-hmm. dives down and tries to rescue him. She can't. So Paddington just looks up at her and he's like, it's all right. Wow. Amazing. That is... Like, that's bonkers! Yeah. He's just a little guy. He's, he's like, got so much wisdom. Yeah, he's... He's got his shit together. Yes. He's got a lot of wisdom... But very low intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I love that for him. Yeah. I have low both. <laughs> <laughs> well, those two are completely, are not, you know, completely separate things, aren't they? Mm. And I think we tend to get them mixed up a lot of the time. Not if you play D&D. Oh, really? Oh, no, we're going to another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Tangents are very welcome here. <laughs> There's like five different stats in D&D. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm forgetting things. It's like strength, wisdom, <laughs> intelligence, charisma, dexterity. Oh no, there's six. Constitution. Okay. 
And so wisdom and intelligence are very, very different uh, stats Mm. and they um, affect different things. So like, I think now this is where I get confused. I usually have a sheet in front of me that tells me (laughs) things. It's like for some skills that you want to do, uh, it is intelligence based, like investigation, Uh I think is intelligence, but then perception is wisdom okay now i might be completely off about no that. but i think that's um that's definitely an interesting point because they are two different things and we should look at them differently right and paddington 2 shows you very clearly you know that you don't need to have intelligence to have wisdom mm. and having high intelligence in quotation marks does most definitely does not equate being to being person. wise and yeah. being a good person that's right and he's also i mean not only is he wise but he's also just good yeah, yeah he's a good bear like there is when he goes to jail mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes there is a really it, it's kind of you know stylized because it's a kids movie and all but it mm. shows how his neighborhood like falls apart without him yeah it shows how they now are more hostile towards each other yeah how they are constantly you know they're they're not their best selves Mm. without paddington Mm. and paddington there can be a i mean like a kind of a metaphor for just goodness Mm -hmm. kindness yeah but also he's just it's just a little bear. Yeah. And some you always need a little bear in your life. And do you think that there's the metaphor sort of about unconditional love as well, maybe? Because unconditional love and acceptance, you know, because that's kind of what he offers to people, right? Like his commitment to seeing the best in you, whatever you've done in the past. Yeah. Whatever you, even what you, whatever you're doing to him right that moment. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, and that's not something that many of us have anymore. Like, you know, because kind of losing the sense of community, I guess, if we're talking about neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's almost like that, that sense of security, that, that base for people to come back to um, in that community. It's interesting, isn't it? And mm. like Mr. Curry, mm. who is the neighbor who's very crotchety and yeah. Peter Capaldi doesn't like Paddington at all, mm. is like, constantly seen to be like sad Mm. and angry and at odds with everybody else in the community he doesn't have any friends he's very lonely Mm. and it's because everybody likes Paddington and he doesn't Mm. Um, and so he's constantly like negative energy negative energy I hate that bear Mm. and everyone else is like man shut up (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about Yeah. yeah but He's kind of like ostracized himself, but he's wanting other people to ostracize Paddington. To ostracize, yeah, and so that he they accept him, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So it's also like if you're targeting someone, and you're just like, I want everybody to share my views on this person. Hmm. But no one else does. You're all. You're just ostracizing yourself. Mm. You're gonna isolate yourself from society, and that's yeah. further going to make you, you know, more resentful and more full of negative vibes. I guess. Yeah. More like spiteful towards yeah. this specific person or yeah. group or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so, especially when it comes to like any kind of bigotry, mm. right? Especially if views are isolated mm-hmm. then those okay all right so i also study criminology oh, let's hear it <laughs> um and paddington has a very very good kind of insight into prison systems but it also has a very good insight into uh like social kind of um like conformity and then also like the us versus them dichotomy mm-hmm there's a lot of different groups that you could take from this. Like that, you know, racism, sexism, uh, homophobia, um, TERFs, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for incels. Okay. 
<laughs> Did you think that Paddington would lead to insults? <laughs> I don't know what I expected from this, <laughs> from this but it's awesome. <laughs> so, incels, involuntary celibates. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know a lot about the history of them because mm. I can't be bothered. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But they are a community that I think are predominantly on Reddit that have isolated themselves mm. from any other point of view. Yeah, so the, the red pill community, is that right? Maybe. Okay. Well, let's just let's just um, explain what incels are so that people who don't know what they are, well, I don't know, if, actually, I don't know if I want to give them this platform, <laughs> but, uh, you know, basically they believe that women are, you know, they think badly of women and think <laughs> that they have, they have a right to... A woman's body. Yes, that's exactly it. They are often under the assumption that women will only choose like like really strong and like typically handsome men, even mm. if they treat them really badly, mm. and then overlook the in quotations nice guys mm. who aren't as uh, like conventionally attractive. Yeah, and they tend to see themselves as victims, right? Yeah, like this like unjust system or something mm. that denies them the pleasures of sex yeah <laughs> basically even though they're yeah and that's how it started it was like uh women tend to go for the more attractive guys mm-hmm. i'm sad about that yeah and then it the more that they isolate themselves in mm. the communities the more those um ideas and ideologies get more radicalized mm-hmm. so it goes from being like I'm sad that I don't have a girlfriend to I'm going to kill mm. women who won't let me sleep with them. Mm. And going back to Paddington, yeah, yep. that's the same kind of thing that Mr. Curry is doing. Yeah. He's isolating himself from his own community yep. so that he's just going to get more resentful, more spiteful as time yep. goes on. I guess the difference here is that, well, if somebody, he had managed to find someone else to... <clears throat> you know, share his views and they, they were able to create their little community, a, a little echo chamber, right? Basically. Fancy word. <laughs> it's Reddit, right? <laughs> um, then, you know, it, it kind of becomes quite, it goes from being just a, you know, pathetic, resentful, spiteful loner to becoming a, a dangerous sort of force, right? Oh my goodness. Because... Are you aware you just did the whole plot of Paddington 1? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you could write for this. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yep. That that is that is The plot of Paddington One hmm. is Mr. Curry is so outraged that an outsider hmm. um has come to his neighborhood hmm. that he like goes ar- like he goes around to everybody he's like i hate this guy yeah <laughs> i want to kick him out mm. he finds another person who sympathizes with his belief mm. and then she tries to kill paddington oh boy okay so i wonder what's what happened to mr curry as a kid oof yeah well he's an old man hmm in London and at the time because it was like set after again one of the wars I can't remember if it was well I think it's World War Two. which one was the blitz in oh god don't ask me these questions I think okay <laughs> so I think that Churchill was during the blitz okay and Churchill was against Hitler uh-huh, so it must like... have been World War Two. <laughs> this is so embarrassing <laughs> But also, I'm getting most of that information from the uh, World War II Doctor Who episodes. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't do history in school. Neither did I. And even if I did, I would have just flushed it all out of my brain anyway. Mm. So, anyway, so we're talking about... But yeah, so I think that is kind of interesting is because these people who target someone who's an outsider and direct all of their negative energy towards them... Um, you know, yeah, what's, what's going on for them? Because, and what sets this off? And what, what, what did they need? And does Paddington give it to him? Like, how does Paddington deal with Mr. Curry? He is just unshakably polite. Yeah. And he's 
nice. Yeah. Um, again, he might have some accidents from time to time. He's a very clumsy bear. He accidentally drops um, a whole bunch of like gutter leaves onto Mr. Curry. That's right, yes. But that's his bad. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah. From the bottom of his heart. He says sorry. He says sorry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I had I had a couple of thoughts as we were talking. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about him drowning and accepting his death. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. Because um, I didn't see that part, but I did see the beginning when he was rescued by Aunt Lucy and mm-hmm. Uncle, whatever his name is. Um, and... Pasco. Pas, Pasco, yes. Pas, Uncle Pastuzo. Pastuzo, that's right. Yeah, I was like, that's an unusual name for a bear. But okay. I said, okay. yeah, I mean, who am I to judge? Because he name? was named after the explorer's favourite boxer. Ah. Okay. I think, or bodybuilder. Yeah. That's Paddington 1 law. <laughs> I don't okay. know it as much. But yeah, but he, they, they find him mm-hmm. floating on a log down a river towards a waterfall. Yep. So, is that sort of, do you think that's an intentional link then, that, you know? I have literally never thought of that before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the double digits of rewatches on this movie. Yeah, well, there's always more to discover. Thinking about what's what makes a movie good is when you can keep watching it and find more and more layers peeling the onion. And there's so much going on in the background. Of? Paddington 2. Oh, yeah. you watch it for the 10th time and yeah. you're just like, oh my goodness, I didn't know Mrs. Bird was doing that. That's rad. Mm. You can see her like planning the um, little magic trick that she does. Ah, okay. All right. Okay, I'm going to have to set aside some time for some <laughs> Just back to back. Yeah, so it kind of made me think about trauma, you know, and like that must have been very, I mean, he's this little cub floating on this lug towards his demise basically yeah and then these two bears well aunt lucy drops down from a bridge on a rope yeah <laughs> and grabs him um and then and for him to you know be in a situation where he's drowning um and not only accept his own death but Getting try over. to comfort comfort another person mm. and say it's okay you know it's just Wow, what an incredible bear! Yeah, yeah, he processed his trauma well. He had obviously, came, you know, he had a lot of unconditional love from yeah. his adopted parents, um, and he was able to heal from whatever happened to him previous to that. Um, and then he was able, he's now able to propagate his positive vibes onto the rest of the yeah. world. But he he still is uh, a He's a very positive bear, but he mm. is also a, quite a sad bear. Mm, okay. So he still has some fears of abandonment. Yeah. Okay. And he still has some fears of, um, well, not fears, but he's homesick. Yeah. Okay. So he, basically the reason that he had to come to England mm. was because his uncle Pastuzo died, mm-hmm. got crushed by a tree. Oh my god! In a um, like a in like a giant storm. Okay. Um, and so Aunt Lucy was like, "I'm getting on in years. Mm. I don't know if I'll be able to look after a young bear." Oh, we know he's young. They keep calling him Young Bear. Okay. Okay. Maybe like adolescent. Maybe. Mm, like not clear. No. No idea. But also, like, what a bear ages. Yeah, well, Aunt Lucy's 100. Yeah, so maybe he could be, like, 20, but he's still young for bear. And they do talk about bear years right at the start. Yeah. So clearly it's different to human years. Another thing. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, he, in the books of Paddington, okay, in the movie, they he says, I've got a they're like, what's your name? And he's like, I've got a bear name. And he tries to yell. He tries to tell them his name, but it's in bear. And then um, like one of his like adopted like new dad, Mr. Mm-hmm. Brown, tries to say his name. And he's <laughs> like, Mr. Brown. 
What a rude thing to say. Because <laughs> he mucks up his name so bad. Yeah. And that's why they're like, oh, we should call you uh, Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in the books, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a bear name. He has a Peruvian name. Oh, okay. But in the books, it's like, oh, I have a Peruvian name, but no one can seem to pronounce it. They're like, why don't we give you an English name? Yeah. And you're like, okay, just erasing. That's that's kind of what happened to me, actually. Yeah, because I, I moved here when I was seven, and I had Chinese name. Uh-huh. But similar thing i think i went through the first year of people just not being pronounced it was just so hard explaining every time and uh i just thought oh, yeah it's easier just to change so i changed my birth certificate and everything like you changed your birth my certificate, birth certificate. I, it's not even i didn't even keep it as like a middle name or anything i didn't know that wow. was an option so it's just kind of like almost like it just got that previous identity just got erased because isn't there um i don't know like a lot about chinese especially like uh, migrants and everything, but isn't there usually you have an English name and a Chinese name? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know anybody else who has changed it to quite the extent that I have. Like, lots of people, they have, you know, they've kept a Chinese name on their official documents, but then they might go by a, you know, a, an English name unofficially. Or there's people who have an English name officially, but then have a Chinese name as their middle name, which is mm. what we've done for our children. Um, I'm not sure what happened there because I was only like eight at the time and I'm not sure if there was some cross wires with my parents or what happened, but it just kind of like my, oh, sorry, not my birth certificate. You can't change your birth certificate, can you? No. You um, can, but it's a lot of money. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. So it was, it's my, it was my like change of name certificate Mm -hmm. and my passport and everything has got my English name. Yeah. And so that's why I thought when I got married, like, cause I'm married to a non-Chinese person, I was like, um, if I change my name to his name, then it's completely gone. Cause mm. at least now my surname is still Chinese. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole other topic, isn't it? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Paddington, back to Paddington. It's and related. He, yeah, it's true. It's kind of like a denial of like, oh, it's too hard to pronounce. So, you know, going to change it. Yeah. You, you fit in with us. Yeah. And Paddington is like a migrant story. Hmm. He's actually, he, he's technically, he didn't, he's an immigrant Mm -hmm. because he didn't go there legally, Mm. but he's still very accepted. Interesting. He was a stowaway on a boat. Wow. He is a, yeah, he's an illegal immigrant. Well, in quotation marks. Yeah. But like, there's a whole branch of, um, immigration law where immigration itself can't actually be illegal yeah well yeah that's and one of the quotations right yes yeah. there's an argument that asylum seekers are yeah that's the whole yeah and, and like a lot of political discussion there yeah i in australia was in breach of yeah. like the un because we were turning people away and putting them in um like offshore processing centers yeah. we're still doing it yeah and we have a very that's what we're doing yep. is illegal. Yeah. And then it makes you wonder, like, is the reason why Paddington is accepted is because he speaks with a British accent. He's polite. He kind of understands the etiquette to some degree. He sort of, you know, likes his marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> he's kind of like, it's like, oh, well, you kind of are one of us. Yeah. So therefore... And he's yeah, adopted by a British family. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's true. So there's a lot of... Paddington actually does have a lot of privilege. Yes, he yeah. does. Because they're also in, like... A giant house. Yeah. In yeah. London. Mm-hmm. London's housing is like three foot by three foot. Do mm-hmm. what you can. Mm-hmm. They are... I don't know how they're so rich because he's like a... Um, like a finance... Uh, I don't know what they're called. He's yeah. a finance guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a novel writer. Right. Okay. And then Mrs. Bird, who I don't know if they're related. I don't know who Mrs. Bird is. Is it a, is it, is it just someone that they that they pay to be there? Surely not, because she also lives there. Are they related? Are they like a grandmother or a mo- what is that? Who is Mrs. Bird? Oh, I have to actually look up who Mrs. Bird is because I don't remember Mrs. Bird. Mrs. Bird right? is the Scottish one. Oh yeah, she was just there. 
Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if they're related. Hmm. So there is, yeah. So the point is, like, they're well resourced. Yeah. Um, and especially when he's in, like, in prison, like they're doing their best. To... Yeah. They go and visit him. Yeah. They um. They're trying to solve the case. You yeah. Know, on the outside, and yeah, so many people wouldn't have that. Wouldn't have the privilege of these people who who know, you know, and they're, they're onto it too. Yeah. They they there's a lot of people who do go uh, into prison. Maybe not completely innocent, even though some people are innocent hmm. in prison. Maybe not completely innocent, but in there for just the wrong reasons. Yeah. And there is often not a group of people behind them that are so convinced that they shouldn't be in there that they go uh, like behind the police's backs. Yeah. They go and investigate the crime scenes themselves mm. and they, you know, trying to prevent That's exactly a right. miscarriage of justice. Yeah, yeah. How many like autistic people, undiagnosed and diagnosed, are in the prison system? There is a lot of um, I can't remember I, uh, I can't remember the percentage, but yeah. there is a lot of um, intellectual disorders. Yeah. Um, specifically, pres- um, in the prison system, um, but a lot of personality disorders as well, mm-hmm. um, and. That's oh, D. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just been in the news just yesterday, right? Our premier saying that that was just excuse making. Really? Yeah. So that's that's not <laughs> encouraging. Maybe maybe Woof. he needs to watch Paddington, Paddington too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Another another question I had in my mm-hmm. mind was. So, it there was this one scene where his talking to Knuckles, well, Knuckles is getting him, to basically exploiting him to make marmalade yeah. in return for his protection at the start. Yeah. And Paddington keeps saying, Aunt Lucy says this and this and this, and Knuckles starts getting impatient. Yeah. And Knuckles says, Aunt Lucy sounds like a naive this and that, like, you know, basically has a go at Aunt Lucy. And Paddington is not happy. And that the scene, this seriously intense scene, <laughs> right? Where Paddington gives him the scariest evil. Right? It's called a hard it is, stare. Yeah, well that's that's how that's what happened. I was like, oh my god, is Paddington getting angry? What's he gonna do? Has he finally like reached his yeah, snap? <laughs> Aunt, you know, dissing Aunt Lucy is the last door. Like he will absolutely he's not gonna be a good bear now. But then he says, actually, Aunt Lucy told me that's that's what I should do, is <laughs> do a hard stare. And then he goes back to to being, you know, nice, polite Paddington. Um, like Paddington is a bear, right? Yeah. He's a he's a wild animal. Yeah. He could be dangerous if he wanted to. Yeah. But he doesn't want to. Hmm. Instead of you know hurting people, he's got claws. He's got teeth. Yeah. He's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> he just gives them a stare, hmm. and it's terrifying because he's a bear. <laughs> yeah. But. It's not like he's actually going to do you harm. Mm. He's just like, you've forgotten your manners. Yeah, that's it. And it's about like setting boundaries, isn't mm. it? It's like, actually, you know, it's not okay for you to badmouth my Aunt Lucy. No. And I am going to show you that I'm not okay with that by giving you this terrifying stare. Yeah. And okay, now you've got the message. Let's go back to having <laughs> Yeah, And then he goes back to just being really nice and polite again. Yeah. Yeah. Or a legend. An icon. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. I... You know, 40 minutes ago, I, I really had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I thought, this movie is quirky. Yep, yep. It's very Monty. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, hmm, I wonder what the discussion is going to be about. And this is, he does believe it is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> and I'll stick by it. Yeah, no, I can totally, I can see where it's going. I can totally understand. There's just so many layers there. Mm-hmm. Little Paddington. And the reason that he gets in prison in the first place is um, judicial bias. That's that's exactly... And also police incompetence. Let's police incompetence. He gets put behind jail when there's like only circumstantial evidence. They've mm. got no hard evidence. Mm. He really shouldn't have even gone to trial. Mm. They would have been like, we don't have... The, we don't have your fingerprints yeah. anywhere. We don't know... Um, 
we don't know where the stolen goods are. Yes. They're not by you, so you were just in the area. And the judge should have recused himself because... He was biased against was biased him. Biased because he had, you know, gone into the barbershop in which Paddington had been employed and Paddington had a little bit of an accident. And gave him a bad haircut. <laughs> and tried to fix it with marmalade. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Like, when he goes into prison, they're like, you are accused with, like, um, theft and grievous barbely harm. That's right. That's right. The reason that he goes to prison is because he gives someone a bad haircut. Mm. Against the judge as well. Yeah. Oh, the ju- just It really does just show how broken the justice system really is. So true. It's so true. <laughs> 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 Gosh, wow. <laughs> Paddington. I'm really going to watch it with this a totally different perspective now, the rest I of it. I love Paddington too. <laughs> it's such a good film. It really is. It really is. It, it, we can definitely learn a lot from it. Um, I might have to read the books too. They're really good. Yeah? Well, they're, they're not on the level of Paddington too. Yeah, okay. They are more children's books. Yeah. So the first one is it's very very wholesome Mm -hmm. but it kind of follows the plot of the film paddington one except without the person trying to kill him okay um one very good gag Mm -hmm. in um paddington one is there the woman who tries to kill paddington has a van with a kind of sliding door okay and it looks like it says taxi on the side when she puts him in. Mm-hmm. And then she closes the door and it says taxidermy. Oh, no. And I was like, yes, that's so good. Oh, man. Anyway. Nice. That's, that's still good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it might be time to wrap up. Might as be. As much as I would love to. <laughs> I think my children are waiting to play with you. Yes. So, um... Yeah, thank you so much for coming and sharing your thoughts and insights I have about so many Paddington thoughts. too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just feel like I've uh, a whole world a whole world has opened up for You're me welcome. that was that was not there before. Hmm. You can hear my tentacle go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's um let's sign off. But thank you very much, Monty. You're welcome. And uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> and let's let's uh. Yeah, I can't wait for Paddington 3. Maybe oh we can do God. another episode about Paddington 3 once again. We can do an interim for Paddington 1. Uh, like in five oh. minutes, she's like, it's a good movie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's hope there are more Paddington movies. I hope so. Come. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That was my very invigorating chat with Monty, in which I found new appreciation for the many layers of the movie Paddington 2. I will be watching the rest of the movie later today and seeing it through new eyes. Thank you for listening and I hope you will join us again next time.